what is it about creating intention that at the same time is so exciting and so frustrating? Well, it's because we forget about a really important part of intention. And without this part, we don't have a motivator to help us stay on track with our intention. And we don't have a purpose to show us how we're going to get our intention accomplished to its outcome. So listen up. We're going to talk about intention and a very important word that you must know about and you must be able to use to make your intentions a reality. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. When my children were young, I had no problem getting them to do what I asked because there was always a motivating factor. Sometimes it was money, like their allowance. Other times it was a special activity or a special treat that they wanted. Once their chores were done, they got the reward. If they did not do their chores, no reward. Depending on what the reward was, they were usually very quick to do their work. And it only took one time of not getting the reward to let them know that it was a motivator for their effort and they were expected to make the effort if they were going to get the reward. We need that kind of motivating factor too because intention is not enough. If we set an intention without a motivator, we are going to be disappointed in the results or the results may take a lot longer than what we want it to. We're driven by motivation, and sometimes that motivation is a serious situation that forces us to take action because we're in trouble. Other times, we simply don't want to do something, and even the motivation of a dire consequence is not enough to get us excited about our intention or the outcome. And from another angle, our motivation can be based on what someone else wants or our desire to impress, manipulate, or convince someone that we are worthy of their attention, love, and acknowledgement. No judgment here, but if you carefully dissect your motivation, it can be far different from the grand and glorious statements of spiritual purpose that we like to think motivates us to take action. To get our intention to work, we need a motivator, a valid reason to accomplish something, and we tend to put that responsibility onto what we call our purpose, which we interpret to mean the overarching reason that we are alive and experiencing our reality. But we take the word purpose out of context and give it an important spiritual meaning, one that we may never be able to achieve. And then we use that to judge ourselves and our journey. No wonder we always find ourselves lacking and think that we aren't on the right path. Sometimes our motivation is not very spiritual 
It's weak and needy and fearful, selfish, and even unrealistic or illogical. How do we take our intention and give it a purpose that motivates and inspires us? We use the most important word in our intention vocabulary, and that is the word because. This is the word that takes our intention out of the lofty real estate of our head and heart and moves it into the stark truth of our reality. For example, I want to eat because my body needs nourishment is far different from I want to eat because I'm hungry, and that is the stark reality. When do we eat? When we're hungry. When we set an intention without identifying the motivator or purpose, we're trying to get ourselves to act without giving ourselves a reason to act. The reason doesn't have to be dramatic. It just has to be something that inspires us to move. For example, if I say that I intend to have a relationship, that isn't a very clear intention and there's no motivator or purpose. My motivation is the reason that I want a partner and this is where intention meets reality and the energy shifts happen. I could have a very strong motive like I'm ready to have a partner or I could have a very weak motive like not wanting to be alone, being afraid that I will never have a partner, needing someone to help pay the bills, I'm no longer feeling attractive or I'm feeling lonely and insecure. My motivator then creates my purpose, not the spiritual purpose of magical thinking, but the grounded real purpose that I want to change my life from being alone to having a partner. When we set an intention, we have to add a because clause, because that's what will give us the motivation to take action and the purpose to stay on target. It also reveals the truth of why we are setting the intention and personalizes it in the context of our reality. With motivators, we satisfy the two important criteria that are required to make intentions work, alignment and integration. We must be energetically aligned with our intention for it to happen, and we must know how we're going to integrate it into our lives so there's a logical fit and flow to this new paradigm. The addition of the word because forces us to identify our reasons for wanting to change or transform whatever our intention will accomplish. And that's important because when our reasons are not strong enough or they highlight our fears or they clash too much with our beliefs, we get stuck and are paralyzed by indecision, confusion, and doubt. It is easy to set an intention to get a new job or move to a new area, but if we have strong safety and security needs and we don't handle change well, we'll set an intention that we will never allow to happen. Our intention will clash with our fears and our belief that we are too incompetent, incapable, too scared, too weak, and too unsure to take action. Add the word because to your intention and see what happens. I intend to get a new job becomes, I intend to get a new job because... I don't like the job I have. I want more money. I want a shorter commute. I don't get along with my manager. I want to work at the same place as my friends. I want less stress. I want more responsibility. Do you see how the intention gets fine-tuned when we add a because clause? Now we understand our motivators for setting this intention, and then we can choose the most important one or ones to become our purpose. Our motivator tells us why we're doing something, and our purpose tells us how we're going to accomplish it. 
The motivator to find a new job because you want a shorter commute has a purpose of determining what that commute is and using that as a benchmark for the job search. Think of purpose as your mission. Now we have a fully funded intention that has an outcome, a motivator, and a purpose. And we know where to focus our energy as well as why we're setting that intention. Let's look at the relationship intention and see what happens when we add the because clause. I intend to have a loving, fulfilling relationship becomes, I intend to have a loving, fulfilling relationship because I'm ready to do this now. I don't want to be lonely. I'm afraid no one loves me. I'm afraid I'll never have another relationship again. I'm getting old. I want someone to go to dinner with. Can you see how as soon as you add the because clause, the entire focus of the need for a relationship opens up and we recognize our fears, doubts, and insecurities, as well as why we're focused on relationships. In addition to giving us clarity about our intention, adding the because clause can also make us aware of what other things are around our intention, as well as some of the outcomes that we may not be ready to deal with. I see this all the time with clients when I think that setting an intention for something new will solve all of their current problems. But as we talk through the situation, they realize that setting the intention adds a new element to their lives that now they have to align with and integrate. And now they have twice as much or more to deal with. That is why the because clause becomes so important because rather than just setting an intention and then waiting for it to happen, we have to define our intention in terms of what we really want, what we're secretly looking for, and how we're going to motivate ourselves to stick with it. The because clause also puts the focus on us and on what we want as we set intentions. Do you ever say, I set an intention for a new job because my mother wants me to do it? Or I intend to create a loving relationship and get married because my mother keeps reminding me that I'm getting old and she wants grandchildren. Now, your mother may be pushing you to find a different job or create a relationship, and you may give her interest in your job situation or your non-existent love life some mental bandwidth. But do you ever consciously set an intention because somebody else wants you to? Maybe you do it unconsciously to avoid confrontation or to avoid feeling guilty or being shamed. Or maybe you do it to make someone happy and to get them to like you. But you probably do not do it with the full awareness that you're setting an intention which is focused on what someone else wants you to do. These are motivating factors that we use all the time and then wonder why we feel less than motivated to achieve our outcomes. It's because we are setting intentions for what other people want or think we should do. And we have no real interest in their fulfillment and may even sabotage their completion because we don't want that outcome to manifest. We don't know what these hidden intention influencers are unless we set the because clause in place and then answer the question, why am I setting this intention? Here are a few guidelines to establish your motivators. Number one. They have to be personally relevant to you. You cannot create a motivator that relates to what someone else wants, no matter how much you want to impress them. Number two, they have to be honest. We are dishonest with ourselves when we try to be too good, nice, spiritual, or self-effacing. 
and deny ourselves what we actually want, usually because we're afraid of what others may think of us. This creates energy gaps in our intention process and we get stuck. Let me share a little story with you about it, a very well-known story from my blog talk radio show. I think this one was from back in 2010. On that show, like my Enlightening Life Live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, I take caller questions. I would bring people, now Blog Talk Radio was an online radio show, so I would bring people in on the phone. It could call into the show and they could ask questions. So one woman called in and she was rather distressed because she was trying to buy a car and every single car she looked at, by the time she got there, it was sold or it was gone or somehow it was no longer available. And she was getting quite distressed because she needed a new car. So I listened to her talk and my first question to her was, why are you looking at Toyotas and Hondas when you really want a Mercedes? And there was this pause at the other end of the line. And she said, well, you're right. I'm surprised you picked up on that. But yes, I do want a Mercedes, but my family's supporting me financially and I don't want them to think I'm wasting their money. Now, she didn't want a brand new $100,000 Mercedes. An older model would have been fine with her. But her intention to get a car was being undermined by the fact that she was looking at cars that other people would find acceptable, which she didn't want at all. She didn't want any of those cars. She really had her heart set on getting an older model, very inexpensive Mercedes, which is what she should have gotten. And I think she eventually did get that. This is where you have to be honest with yourself or you're setting intentions and then they're never going to manifest or they won't manifest the way you want because you're not being honest with yourself about what you really want. Number three, your motivators have to be realistic and doable. If you are usually motivated by drama, trauma, and chaos, you risk engaging in wishful thinking and having extreme motivators because you are in immediate danger. If you need extreme motivators to take action on your intention, you will quickly burn out and lose interest. Make sure you're fully aligned with your intentions as it is easier to get motivated and be on purpose with an intention you feel aligned with and can easily integrate into your life. Moderate your motivators so you do not wait for extreme situations to set intentions and then require superhero powers to get motivated to stick with them. And here are a few guidelines to establish your purpose from your motivators. Remember, purpose is not your overarching reason for being here. Think of it as your mission. Number one, think process, not magic. Creating anything is a process. There are no shortcuts. And I'm talking about step-by-step here where you complete each step in order. Number two, be open to more than one option and leave some room for miracles. When we get fixated on a single option, like there is one way to do this and it's only this way, we lose access to all the other ways that could be possible for us and some of them far easier and far more interesting than the one that we think we have to follow. And number three, when you get frustrated, remember your motivator and make sure that it's still actionable. Go back to the because clause. Why are you doing this? What is it that you want to create from this intention? And who are you doing it for? Those are your key questions. Make sure that your intention is always for you because if you set intentions for other people, first of all, you don't have the power and or the authority to set intentions for other people and make them actually work. But 
you're doing it for other reasons and that's those other reasons can become problematic and interfere with the setting of your intention don't be afraid to put your because clause into your intention and then carefully examine the answers is it your intention or somebody else's is your intention weak or strong are you being needy or empowered and most important of all is there a motivating factor that can become your purpose so you stay on track and follow through with your intention because knowing what you want and being able to clarify it with a because clause helps you get clear on exactly what your intention is all about and create your own motivation and purpose to get you started and follow through. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.